This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible. And very likely we have some watching right now for the very first time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm sure that we have those who are watching right now that, that tune in to Getting to Know Your Bible every time we come on the air. And I would like to thank you as well. Now, now today we're going to be discussing a subject that takes us to the Old Testament and it also takes us to the New Testament. Today we want to talk about a prophet that was greater than Moses. Now Moses was a prophet in the Old Testament, but we want to talk about another prophet that was greater than Moses. So we want you to stay tuned today. You say, well, uh, what, what difference did it make? It makes a tremendous amount of difference as soon as we learn who that other prophet actually is. So I hope that you'll stay tuned. Now, on getting to know your Bible, we're offering a free Bible correspondence course. We have thousands of people that are studying the course. Lives are being changed. Souls are being saved as a result of this course. People are increasing their knowledge of God's Word. And we want you to have the benefit of this free Bible correspondence course. And we're, we're making it so easy for you. We're not charging anything. Nothing that you see on getting to know your Bible requires your paying for it. We're, we're not charging for the course. We're not charging for CDs. We don't charge for DVDs. Those are free of charge. And we want you to have this Bible course. And we want to pause for just a moment so that you can learn more about the course. So you can learn how to receive the course. To help you in your study of the Bible... We want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail. And it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama, 36580. Or call toll-free 1-877-711-5211. I want to read now from Hebrews, the third chapter, beginning in verse number one. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house is more honored than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. There are many characters in the Old Testament that really stand out. For example, when we study the Old Testament, we study about Abraham. Abraham was a great man of God. 
And he was a very faithful man. We will study about men like, like Joseph, a young man who was sold into slavery in Egypt, and yet he, he came to the top, as it were, and God used him mightily. And he was a great, great man of God. Then we study about a young man by the name of Daniel, who was taken off into a foreign land, and there he lived the rest of his life. But he was a great man of God. One of the most interesting characters of the Old Testament was the man Moses. Moses was highly revered by the Hebrews. Moses was the author of the first five books of the Old Testament, beginning with Genesis and going through the book of Deuteronomy. And it was Moses that God selected to, to lead the children of Israel out of bondage and to, to lead them to the promised land. And also he was the lawgiver through whom God revealed so much uh, to the Jewish people. Luke, in the third chapter of Acts, shows Jesus to be greater than Moses. I want you to, to read with me from Acts, the third chapter, beginning about verse number 22. For Moses truly said to the fathers, that the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as, as many as have spoken, all, have also foretold these days. So in Luke, Luke in Acts chapter 3 shows that Jesus Christ is that prophet that was going to be greater than Moses. Notice verse 22 again. Moses said, God would raise you up a prophet like me. And now in the third chapter of Hebrews, the Hebrew writer is doing the exact same thing. You see in Hebrews, the third chapter, verses 1 through 6, there is a comparison made between Moses of the Old Testament and Jesus of the New Testament. Now in Hebrews chapter, uh, chapter 3, I want you to again notice verse 1, which says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. Now here is a call to consider Jesus. Notice to whom the call is given. First of all, it is given to holy brethren. It is given to those who had been set apart and those who are sanctified. Back in the second chapter of Hebrews, verses 10 and 11, the writer says, For it was fitting for him, for whom all things and by whom are all things, and bring many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. So they had been set apart or sanctified, that is, these holy brethren. And it is the brethren of Christ 
that, that he's talking about in this passage. And so he's, and then this was, call was also given to those who were partakers of the heavenly calling. Now what is the heavenly calling? The heavenly calling is in fact the call that we get from the gospel. In 2 Thessalonians, we read about the call of the gospel. Turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and in verse number 14. And in the 14th verse, he shows how people are called. Someone says, Brother Lambert, were you called to preach the gospel? That is what I suppose some of them may think that when we're called to preach the gospel that there's some small still voice or something in the night that uh, suggests to you that you've been called to preach the gospel. No, if you mean by being called to preach the gospel that I have to do it, if I, I believe I have to do it to go to heaven. I believe that strongly about the preaching of the gospel. Now that's the only call I've got. How are we called by the gospel? Verse 14 to which He called you. How are we called? By our gospel. These people were partakers of the heavenly calling, called by the gospel. And so clearly this was written to those who were Christians. And so Christ is greater than Moses in His calling. Christ is greater in His office. Notice verse 1 and verse 2 again. Now, Moses was primarily a prophet. If you go back to the book of Deuteronomy, go back to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 18, and read from verse 15 and following, down about verse 19, we have these words from Moses. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your, from your midst of from your brethren. Him shall you hear. According to all you desired the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, What they have spoken is good. Now listen to verse 18. I will raise up for them a prophet like you. That is a prophet like Moses. From among their brethren. And will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whosoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. In Acts the third chapter that we read just a little while ago, this is quoted by the apostle Peter. And so Moses was a prophet. And he spoke about the coming of Jesus Christ. But Jesus was a prophet as well. Look at John chapter 1 and verse 17. The law, that's the Old Testament, came by Moses. But grace and truth came by Christ. So the old came by Moses, the new comes by Christ. Moses was a prophet. But Jesus was greater than Moses as a prophet. Moses wrote about the prophet, prophet Christ coming into the world. God called Moses, you know, in Exodus the third chapter. There's Moses tending the flocks, Jethro his father-in-law, and God appears to Moses in a bush that burns, and, and, and yet it's not being consumed. And that's when God called Moses to take the shoes from off his feet, and he told him he was standing on holy ground. And God called Moses to go back to Egypt to appear before Pharaoh, and he sent him to Egypt. Now, 
Christ was not sent from tending flock. He was sent from heaven. Christ is greater than Moses in that He was sent from heaven, greater in His office as a prophet. Well, I listen to Jesus in John 4, 34. My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me. He was sent from heaven. He wasn't sent from tending a flock like Moses. He was sent from the Father. Listen to Him in John 6, 38. I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of Him that sent me. He was sent. In John chapter 9 and verse 4, Jesus said, I must work the works of Him that sent me. Who sent Him? The Father sent Him. The word apostle literally means one who has been sent. So in that sense, Jesus Christ was an apostle, that is, he's referred to as the apostle. He wasn't talking now here, the word apostle is not talking about the twelve that Jesus elected to send out uh, to teach, to preach. But Jesus is referred to as the apostle, the one sent, sent from heaven, and high priest of our confession. And Christ not only is the one sent, but Christ is high priest. That's an office that Moses never held. See, Christ is greater than Moses. Mo Moses never could say that he was a high priest, but Jesus Christ is a high priest. I want you to look at Hebrews, the, in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 4 of the book of Hebrews, beginning in verse 14. Seeing then with that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. And as a result of our having a high priest, notice what verse 16 says. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You see, because Jesus is our high priest, something Moses never was, Jesus Christ is able to intercede on our behalf before the throne of God. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 7 and notice verse 25. That therefore he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Jesus Christ is indeed our high priest, and Jesus Christ intercedes on our behalf. Jesus is greater than Moses. Je Jesus is greater in His person. I want you to notice verse 2 of Hebrews 3. He says, Who was faithful to Him appointed Him, as Moses also was faithful in all His house. But this one who has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Who is the one counted more worthy of more glory than Moses? Jesus. Inasmuch, and here's the reason, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. 
Now, the, 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 the calling of Jesus was a heavenly calling. Moses' calling was an earthly calling. Moses sinned during his lifetime. Jesus did not. And hence Jesus Christ was counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Now, in 1 Peter 2.22, we're told in regard to Jesus who did no sin. That cannot be said about Moses. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15. It says that yet without sin. Who is yet without sin? Jesus. Moses sinned, but Christ did not. So Christ is greater in Moses, greater in Moses than Moses in his person. And Christ is also greater in his person because he is the builder. He is the creator. Go back to the first chapter of Hebrews. Start verse 1. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by His Son, whom He's appointed heir of all things, listen to it, through whom also He made the world. Christ not only is greater than Moses and worthy of more glory than Moses because of who He is in His person that is perfect, but Jesus Christ also is the Creator. There isn't anything made that, ha that He has not made. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Now folks, the one who builds the house should have more honor than the house. Jesus is the builder. Moses is merely a part of the house. And it implies that what Moses did in his lifetime was in service to the Son. But let's further notice that in His being greater than Moses, that Christ is greater in His ministry. Now that's in verse 5 and 6. Moses was indeed faithful in all his house as a servant. Verse 6, Christ as a son over his house. Now Moses was a faithful servant of God. No one is denying that. Read Numbers chapter 12 and verse 7. Now Moses' task was to testify of things to come, which Jesus would do. Luke 24 and verse 44. Jesus said, The things that have been written about me in the, in the law and in the Psalms and in the prophets must be fulfilled. Now what, what law is he talking about? The law of Moses. So Jesus was greater than Moses in his ministry. Moses was a faithful servant. And what he did was just to testify about the coming of the, of the Messiah. Jesus is a faithful son. Moses was simply a servant. Jesus is son over the house. And not only was Jesus sent to work, he did it. And in John 17 and 4, he said, I've glorified you on the earth. I've, I've finished the work you gave me to do. And Jesus Christ was given authority over all things. Matthew 28, 18 says, All authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. 
Ephesians 1.22 says, It put all things under His feet and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church. Now folks, the church is God's house. Notice verse 6 again. But Christ as a son over His own house, whose house we are. The church is God's house. 1 Timothy 3.15 reads, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. The church is the house of God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. We're talking about God's house. I want to call now to your attention Ephesians, the second chapter. Let's begin now somewhere around verse 19. Now therefore you're no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the what? Of the household of God. You see, Christians are members of God's house, and Christ is the builder of the house, and the Hebrew writer said, whose house we are. Now what I have tried to establish to this point is that the Bible teaches Christ is greater than Moses. Thus, these conclusions are reached. Since Jesus Christ is greater than Moses, we should at all times exalt Christ above Moses. Also, we should exalt Christ's law above Moses' law. I think about an incident in the life of Jesus, I believe, that underscores that. Found in the 17th chapter of Matthew, the transfiguration of Christ. And at His transfiguration, there was Moses and Elijah with Him. Moses was the lawgiver. Elijah was the dean of all of the prophets. And it was on that occasion that the Father said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye Him. The law and the prophets came to lay down their authority at the feet of Jesus. And we're to listen to Jesus today. We're to exalt Christ's law above Moses' law. In Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, we read, God who at various times in various ways spoke in time past to the, fa to the fathers by the prophet has in these last days spoken to us by His Son. We're to listen to Jesus today. So we exalt Christ above Moses. We exalt Christ's law above Moses' law. And we should exalt Christ's house above the house of former days. In short, we should not seek to justify ourselves by Moses' law. We should not seek to justify ourselves by Moses' law. We should not seek to satisfy the demands of the law inasmuch as we are under the law of grace. John 1.17, law came by Moses. That's Old Testament. Grace in truth came by Christ. If truth came by Christ, what is truth? 
John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them with thy word. Thy word is truth. The word of Jesus is truth. The law of Moses came, the law came by Moses. We call it the law of Moses. But grace and truth that makes us free, John 8, 32, came by Jesus Christ. So we're not trying to, just to, uh, to satisfy the demands of the law. We're under the law of grace. Acts 13, 39 read, tells us, and, and it reads like this, that, that we're not justified, that no man could be justified by the law of Moses. And friends, there's no part of it, no part of it, according to the Bible, that's binding upon mankind today as a result of Christ, who's greater than Moses. Colossians 2.14 says that he blotted the law given by Moses and he, and he nailed it at the cross and it's been taken out of the way. To, to be embraced Moses' law above Christ's law is to be under obligation to obey all of Moses' law. Galatians 5 verses 1 through 4. Rather than exalting Moses today, we exalt Jesus Christ. And we exalt the gospel of Christ, which is the word of truth. Our Lord in John 8, 32 said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So today we exalt the law given by Christ. Someone says, Was there any profit, any benefit in the law of Moses, inasmuch as it's not binding on us today? Someone says, I don't understand that. Yes, there's profit in studying it, Romans 15, 4. Those things written aforetime were written for our learning. And we're to study those things. They make us wise unto salvation through faith in Christ, 2 Timothy 3, 14 and 15. But in the final hour, we're not going to be judged by what Moses wrote to us. I believe every word of the Old Testament, it's inspired word of God. It's not a question, do I believe it? It's a question... Are we subject to it today? Christ is greater than Moses. And in that final hour, we're going to be judged by what He said. He tells us to believe in Him, to repent of our sins, confess our faith, to be baptized. Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. I believe Jesus. And I'm staking all of my claims on Jesus. And I'm staking my claims on the promises of His Word. And I rely my future upon obeying Him. Would you do that? I want to thank you for watching today. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, 
Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama 36580 or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.